All right, people, welcome to the podcast called Tell the World. I'm your host, Ota. Today, I will be doing my um, my first live show. So it's new to me, so it's going to be new to you. Today, I'll be doing it without the background music, so uh, I'll be working on that soon. So today, I wanted to, uh, to talk about uh, this coronavirus, the COVID, how bad it is and what it's doing to us right now. And um, how it's affecting our lives and how it's affecting every damn thing that we do that we need every day to stimulate us, to inspire us, to move around, to get shit done. Now, I did have the coronavirus in March. I did experience it and it wasn't good. It was actually bad. I didn't know what it was. Only thing I can tell you is, is that I thought I was about to die, but I survived it. But what I'm trying to say is this right here. Something we can't see, something we can't touch, something we don't know. This shit been in the air all along. It's been in the air all along. It's not just contracting it from people. It's airborne as well. I didn't need Trump to uh, have a secret audio where he discussed it and said that, you know, it was so bad that it was airborne. We know it was airborne. Now a second wave is coming out. And, you know, we have that 200 some thousand mark of death. And so we're going to get more. And so we know it's going to get bad for us. It's going to get bad for myself, the people I'm around, our families. Just it's, it's going to get bad. So instead of scaring you with the boogeyman stuff, I would rather tell you to prepare yourself. Start getting your items, stocking on your items. Get canned goods, get plenty of canned goods. Because right now we're in the November Month and you can go in these stores whatever time you go in there. But morning times and around about 12, you'll start seeing people in there more now. A lot of people are at home now. So imagine this COVID getting so bad where uh, people are at home, they're eating more, and a lot of people are going to the grocery stores more. So that means that we're going back, we're going to go back to having less food. So I advise people to stock up on your items and, and be prepared and, and, and don't be fooled. Don't be in shock when the second wave comes. It's going to sneak up on us. The peak is already there. Uh, uh, you look around uh, the world, you can start to see some of the cases are going back up. So just, just be prepared and just stock up on your items. Now, I went into the grocery store uh yesterday and i was trying i saw rubbing alcohol and it, it was actually a gallon of rubbing alcohol i said wow alcohol i'm gonna buy it but when i looked at it it was 39 dollars for a gallon of alcohol i'm like i'm not gonna pay 39 dollars for alcohol i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna waste my money i'm not gonna waste my time uh being jacked by people who are gouging these prices I'll take chances with a regular bar of soap. That's what I'll do. So that's what I bought. 
stock up on food, people. Because I remember uh, one time when I lived in Texas, they had an ice storm. And, you know, I didn't know it snowed in Texas, yet alone it even got ice. But they had a, a bad ice storm. It looked like the state of Texas had frozen from trees, the ground. Everything seemed like it just was just covered with ice. And uh, I went to the grocery store. So I went across the street to the grocery store. And I tried to... Um, buy food. When I went in there, there was hardly no food on the shelf. If everybody was eating healthy before the ice storm, when I went in that grocery store, I saw all the unhealthy food gone from sodas, everything, junk food, gone. There was nothing in that store to buy. And this came from an ice storm. This ice storm was so bad, real bad, that the trucks could not import and bring the food in. It just couldn't. It couldn't get the food into the cities. You know, trucks that tried to get into the cities, they were even having bad accidents or trucks were just stuck on the highway where they couldn't move because of taking chances of just uh, uh, causing yourself, your life, get along somebody else's life. So there was no food. And so that's when I knew then that if an ice storm can make food shortage, imagine what this coronavirus did in March, where we had the long lines and stuff and everything going on. And it was so bad. It was just real bad where the lines were outside. And by the time you got in that line and by the time you got in the grocery store, there was no tissue. There was no paper towel. There was nothing. I'm reading something here. People didn't follow the rule of wearing masks. You know what? I agree with you. A lot of people didn't wear the mask. But right now, a lot of people are wearing the mask. There are a lot of people that are wearing the mask. Let's just say the young people are not following the rules. We may have some adults who are not doing it too, but a lot of young people who are not. A lot of young people are out there, you know, uh, uh, doing things that's called fun. You know, what do you expect? They're, they're young. They're not going to take things serious as uh, an adult would do. Uh, an older adult would take it, you know, because a virus, they just thinking it's just a virus or some may be thinking it's fake. I, didn't, I never thought it was fake. When I caught it, I didn't know what it was. All I know was that my body was about to shut down. I had left side pain. Then all of a sudden I started getting short of breath. I sat in my car for over two hours short of breath and I had left side pain. I had my air conditioner on. That wasn't giving me enough air. I rolled my windows down. That wasn't enough. I opened my car door. That wasn't enough. Now I'm going to get strange with this because this is the weirdest thing that happened to me. You want to know how I survived it. So sitting in that car for two hours in pain, short of breath, my breath got so short where I got to the point where I felt like I was about to pass out. And I, I was about to dial 911 because I felt like something just wasn't right. I thought I could fight through it, whatever it was. I wasn't even sure what it was. So all of a sudden, I felt like I needed to dial 911. I felt like I was going to faint. And then before I knew it, I felt like something twittered into my my thoughts. I can't translate it, guys. I, 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 if I could translate it, 
where you could have understood it, you would have understood it because it wasn't in English. But I understood what it was saying to me, but it wasn't in an English format. And I felt like something told me to raise my shirt up and let that sunlight hit me. So I raised my shirt up and that sunlight hit my chest, hit my stomach, and I felt the warm up that, that sun. And before I knew it, for sitting in that car for two hours, having left side pain, I can't breathe. I felt like I was about to lose my breath, where I was about to pass out. That sun hit my chest and my stomach. Within three to five minutes, everything stopped. It stopped. And when it stopped, I couldn't believe it. Like, it stopped. I cranked my car up so fast. I bagged it up. I was on my way back home. When I got like maybe uh, three blocks down the road, I was in my right mind. And I was like, what the hell was that? What was that? So as I got home, I took a shower. I laid down. I woke up. This is going to be funny, but it was actually true. I felt like a match struck up under my ass. And I felt like I was on fire. I had a fever. That fever was so bad. I took some uh, cough medicine versus fever, all of that into one. And I laid back down. When I woke up, probably maybe two hours later, I felt better. The fever, fever had broke. I felt better. I was like, wow, what was that? I had no idea what was going on. Now, prior to me uh, experiencing those symptoms, uh, day before that, I had uh, took someone to the uh, UCLA hospital. Now, I wore a mask. This was in March. Now, the COVID supposedly wasn't quite here yet, but it was here. But people weren't taking chances. So the hospitals were uh, letting so many people come in. You had to wear a mask. And so I wore a mask. I don't like hospitals. I really drop you off and keep going. I don't like to stay in there. Now, I won't say that that caused me to get sick because I wore a mask when I went in there. So maybe I caught it out of there. Could have been possible. But I really believe I didn't catch it in there. I believe it was in the air. It's been in the air all along. Just think about it. Look how fast it, it spread it all over. Like, uh, I'm not telling people to use their brain to humiliate them. But just think about it. Sometimes you got to get to yourself and think. Just think. You have a lot of people coming at you about things, but sometimes you need time to think to yourself. Like, think about it yourself. And so that's what, what I did. And so what I did was I worked on building my immune system because uh, I realized that when I did live in Texas at that time, I noticed that I kept getting these uh, allergies and these little flus all the time. And I couldn't figure out why was I constantly getting sick all the time. Like, you know, flus here, flus there. Moved to California. All of a sudden I was, you know, getting allergies and, you know, just always feeling like a like a cold was always around me. You know, catching it all the time. Until some guy told me, he said, you know what? He said, your body is not used to the climate here. I said, what do you mean? He said, your body don't know how to adjust. Some days it's hot. Some days it's cool. And I'm like, okay, I don't understand. 
He said, so your body doesn't know what to do. And so this is weird when he told me that it didn't click into my brain until after this COVID had happened. I realized that my immune system was down. Like my immune system was low. So I started working on my immune system. And from that point on, um, if I do catch a cold, it don't stay with me for like a week or two anymore. If I get allergies, I don't get them bad like I used to because I, I built my immune system. And so I'm able to deal with it better and not deal with it in a harsh way. Now, this new stuff that's out is different. It's just different. It it, um, it changes. It's just that bad. We all know it's, it's engineered. You have to think about it, too. When flu season comes, it's always a season. It's like always a season. They're putting that shit out there for us to catch. That's all it is. They're putting it out there. You think about the COVID killing thousands and, and millions of people that they killed in uh, 1918. What God would put a plague out there to kill people, innocent people? Now, I was reading here, this young man here said that God will uh, completely terminate the, uh, the COVID completely. I always hope for the best and have faith. That's what most people live off of is faith. And we, we have faith that uh, our circumstances eventually will change. But also within our faith, we understand our lesson. We understand the struggle. We understand what we lost. You know, sometimes you got to lose a lot of things to, to, to break that bad spirit of what had a hold to you. Like, a lot of grief, a lot of anger. Or somebody can do something to you, can have a, a hold of you and just put you in a bad place with yourself. And nothing moves around you. Your life may just feel a little fucked up because you feel fucked up. So it's energy that's on you and energy that's coming off of you. It's the energy that's inside you. You know, when someone laughs and they can have the loudest laugh, and you're trying to figure out why they're laughing so loud. That's the joy in them. That's that, that great joy that comes out. So look, I worked on my immune system. So it helps. I still wear my mask. But that air out there is not good. It's not good. It's just not. Let's get back to God. Let's get back to faith. God and faith and this virus, somewhere it's not mixing. It's just not. Innocent people are dying. I'll give you another crazy example. It's not even an example. It's just going to be a truth. So around April, my dad told me that his sister had, um, her husband had uh, took a trip to Florida. Uh, it was actually a church, um, like a church meeting he had to go to. So him and uh, my dad's sister's husband and his five friends then went to Florida and they went for a church meeting. They came back. And when they came back, he had a left side pain in his leg. They took him to the doctor. He went into a, a, a coma. He never, he never came out of the coma. He was on life support. And he had the coronavirus. 
so he died. They pulled the life support off of him. The other five friends, my dad told me that he went to high school with these guys. They were around the same age as him. They all died too. All six of them died. We know why they died. It just wasn't a COVID. It was just that, you know, their health issues that they had already, diabetes, high blood pressure, could have been some overweight, but they died. This is something that we wasn't prepared for. Like we've been, if you want to talk about faith, you want to talk about God. Yes, we've been playing in the fire. We've been eating. We've been dancing. We've been enjoying ourselves and we have been off balance. A lot of us have been off balance with ourselves. Like we let them take us off of our, our rhythm of, of ourselves. We let them uh, change us into the things that we consume that they give us. They do. We obese. We drink. We smoke too much. They're all bad habits. No one would think that a, a virus would actually change their lives or, you know, no one would think that something like a virus, like a COVID flu virus would actually kill you. But it does. Some cities are different. The seasons are different. So you kind of understand, you know, what germs are floating around. I learned that by looking at the uh, medicine shelf. You'll see if they got a lot of congested medicine there on the shelf, then you know there's a lot of, uh, like, congestion flus and allergies, uh, nasal things. You can just tell, like, what goes on within the city climate. Like, you can tell if it's a dry climate state, you're going to see basically what's on the shelf that you have to be prepared for, especially if you have allergies, asthma. You just got to be, you got to be ready for it. You got to be prepared for it. You got to keep yourself as healthy as you can. I mean, you know, because someone uh, slips and lets something uh, kills them. Look, I am healthy. I'm probably 135 pounds. 135 pounds. If you saw me right now, I would have to tell you to guess my age. Guess my age. When I was in that car, and I had that left side pain, I barely made it to the car because I was bent down in so much pain, a left side pain, and I was short of breath. I started thinking when all this had happened, maybe that was the organ shutting down because that's what your body does. Your body does fight to live for you. It will. It will fight for you. I'm telling you, I thought I was about to pass out faint, which either one of those, I was about to pass out unconsciously, easily, because that's what I felt. It was so bad. And I I would never dial 911 for myself, like, because I, I feel like I'm doable, I'm strong. But that day, I was so close to doing it. Like, I really wanted to dial 911 because I felt like I was about to just lose, lose my, 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 my inhaling, like I couldn't breathe. I was about to lose air. I tried to gas as much air as I could, but it wasn't working. So when you hear these stories of people who are fighting and this virus is like doing this to them, they are trying to to survive it before they get hooked to a, a ventilator. I believe once you hook to a ventilator, that's it. Because once you lose consciousness like that, some people do come back, some people don't. It's a big risk. 
Let's get to the politics of it. We hear Trump saying that it's a China virus. You know, we hear uh, the Democrats say that Trump is not wearing a mask. But the weird thing is, is that Trump was never wearing a mask. Did he not take it serious? Did he know something that we didn't know? Because the conversation of the tapes, the audio tapes just sound different based on what, how, what he was saying based on what he was not doing. He wasn't wearing a mask at all, period. But there were audio tapes. I got to get the dates on that when he had uh, talked, to, had that discussion with the uh, guy who wrote the book on Trump and released those audios. Trump said it was so bad that it was airborne. But why wasn't he wearing a mask? You know, it's weird like how somebody can tell you one thing, but they go to somebody else and say another. I see Republicans, I see Democrats the same way. It's kind of confusion, but it's tricky within them because you don't know who to choose to vote for. Because sometimes people can trick their thoughts with a, a combination of a lot of words that if you don't pay attention, you would understand how you got yourself tricked into a, a conversation or tricked into doing something that you didn't understand the whole conversation. So people's words are tricky. People's words are so tricky that you would feel like a fool in anger. Like you didn't tell me everything, but they'll hit you with these little short words. I did tell you. And then you're going there in your thoughts trying to remember, like, no, they didn't. No, they did. They just played with the words the way they told you. We got Democrats. You got Trump saying it's China virus. I believe, I believe that the Democrats are responsible for this virus. I believe China as well because Trump has common enemies now since he got elected in it. The best way to get Trump out of there would be the virus. The best way to get Trump in there is for this economy to be screwed up. I want to say fucked up. Yeah, fucked up. Got to strip everything about him down that he bragged about. You see the people are voting for him now. Well, for the Democrats. You see the people against Trump right now. They want him out of there. They're getting record settings of people who are just going to these polls. A lot of people are not taking their ballots in. A lot of people's ballots are actually getting lost. Or they're not getting a receipt back saying that, you know, we got your ballot. So we know how that always worked during the election time, the ballots and the machines always go down. I believe Trump is going to win again. I'm not for either one of them, but I believe Trump is going to win again. I believe Trump is going to win by so little. Like, if he doesn't win, then I was wrong. But I believe he's going to win because I really believe that they storylined us, people. I believe the world is changing. This has nothing to do with God. This has something to do with men. Men on earth. Men. Men on earth. Powers are changing. Things are changing now. The way we move, the way we think, the way we do things, we're going into a whole different era now with ourselves now. And we have no idea. A lot of us are going to be lost, still stuck, not trying to, well, trying to figure it out. A lot of people are going to just move forward in it. And a lot of people are just going to go with the change. A lot of people go easily with the change. 
get along, you'll catch a few people in the back fighting against this system that's changing them. And they're not ready for the change. They're not ready for it. I remember growing up, I used to hear the older people say, oh, the food doesn't taste the same. It just don't taste the same. And I, when, I, when I was a kid, I used to hear them say that. I'm like, tastes good to me. But that's all I knew because I was a kid. My taste buds was different. Maybe they were changing in age that made them say that the food was changing. Or was the food changing? Because that's what they do. They give us something. We experiment with it. We're the lab rats here on Earth. These phones, we, we, we experiment with these things. And we the one who make these changes. We're the ones that say, yeah, this is okay. This is cool. Yeah, this is popular. Yes, this is trending. This gadget is trending. The words are trending. The clothes are trending. We make it move. We just need one or two people out there that's going to get out there and showcase it. That's how the world changes. This virus is all over the world. You can't run from it. You can't hide from it. It's all over the world. Now, I wonder if I could go underground, would I be safe? I was thinking about that too. But you know there's things going on on the ground too. But that's another story we'll talk about later on. But I'm putting my livelihood into voting for these people in office just to make my life, my family life, my friend's life, the world's life better. And they always sell us the same story. They get elected in there, nothing ever changed. They're steady fighting, they're steady debating, nothing changes. We're just caught in the fire of it. We're just caught in the fire of it. You can't even go on social media anymore and say certain things now because now they're starting to flag you of your own personal thoughts. So this is what we are up against. It's war out there. It's actually cyber war. There's other wars, but there's cyber war out there bad too because that's where mostly where the people are at. So you're saying certain things to change people and they're flagging them your thoughts. They're flagging your words that's coming out your thoughts now because they don't want you changing the people's minds that they're corrupting. This is the war out there. What if this virus is out here real bad and it's, it's trying to take out certain individuals? Is it a target? Could it be a target? Could it be a campaign warfare target that they're trying to get someone or get a group of people? You never know. Because God has nothing to do with this virus. He has nothing to do with it. This is man. How much do the people have to suffer? How much do innocent people have to suffer from what they're doing? If you look at the news, how they promote it, it's like it's all episodes. Since Trump been in office, it's been like a TV episode. Episodes after episodes. Now, he... What was funny was he did say that he's not going to leave that office. You know, you're not going to get him out of there. You know, he's, he's not. Now, I do want to see that because if he does lose, he's got to leave. But, you know, I really believe that this guy is going to win by so little, so little. 
And if Trump wins it, you're going to have to realize that they've been playing with us all along. I knew that Trump was going to win it when he beat Hillary. He said all that stuff there and got away with it. Then he got away with more and more and more. You and I couldn't do that. They just stopped us right away. He was put there for a reason. He was put there to say the things that he's saying. And the words do matter because you activate people with words. You're going to activate different groups of people, whether they're black, whether they're white, Chinese, Japanese, Spanish, Mexicans, whoever. These words are going to activate. And you use these certain words, racism, all of this, white supremacists. I could go on with all of these things that they have taught us and trained us how to feel, how to have other people to feel against us, against me, against you, how we live every day. I do believe in a, a higher being. But I don't believe that the higher being is here on earth. This is all man corruption and destruction. How long does it take to make earth uh, just a humble place to live? You imagine how all the people that have passed away in your family, they died just looking for hope, looking for just something to be better in their life for, or just looking in, looking for the, the dream of just to have a good life with their families and with themselves and their ambition. And look how they struggle. Now, are we living better than them? We could be. But look at the ones that fought for us and look where we're at now and we're still fighting. So, they said fighting brings peace. I do believe that. Even if you moved away from somebody that was causing you just uh, hell and destruction, you know, sometimes people will follow you. Sometimes you got to move far away to get away from people, to get away from their hell. Or sometimes you have to stand up for yourself and you don't have to run. Sometimes you have to cut people off. Remove them, delete them, block them, do the things that you need to do for your peace. But if I got to fight for my peace, I will fight for my peace. But my good side of me says, no, why would I want to fight for my peace? I shouldn't have to fight for that. My mechanism in me tells me when I need to fight. But what am I fighting for if they're going to keep coming back and coming back wherever I go, wherever I move to? They're all around us, people. They're all around us. How long does it take to make Earth the right place to live? Just the right place to live. I mean, I think we could get along so much better, but we're put here to fight amongst each other. One conquers while the other ones suffer. We have to work together. They put out the narrative, we react to it. That's all it is. They put out all these different narratives and some of us have to react to it. It's easy for someone to come into your community and um, make it a little rowdy. They have to get to those, those young youth in there because those are the ones with the energy. Those are the ones that's got the minds that are just 
not not strong. They don't they don't see what the brainwash of what someone's saying to them. You know, you give them a, a few trickets and they'll they'll deal with that. They'll 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 hurt somebody and don't care about the consequences for a few dollars. This television thing is a bad thing too. Back in the eighties, there used to be a uh, there's an eighties movie called uh Halloween. And it was basically about um, a certain time at nighttime, families in the house watching television, families or people. And as they're sitting there watching television, this pumpkin face, the image lights up after the TV show has ended and it programs them. It programs them to kill themselves or kill people within their neighborhood. It was way back in maybe 83 or 84. And I remember watching that. And it took me this long enough within 2020 to realize that that right there just tells you what they do. You ever listen to songs and you're like, man, I'm sick of hearing this song. And then all of a sudden, this song starts to play in your head. You know, it's the, it's the, it's the way they, the rhythm in your thoughts, they, they know how to program you. You can't even get the song out your head, the song you didn't like. You starts to sing it, but you're not just singing it. You're singing the chorus of it. You don't even know all the words. You just know the chorus, the programming and the thoughts. That's all it is. It's easy to do that. How you love someone? Keep loving them. Love them the same. But if you love them different, you get a different response. But if you love them the same, Everything stays good and everything stays the same. That's all it is, people. This is what news media does. This is what they promote at us. Marketing, 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 marketing. Is it good? Is it bad? A lot of people don't like change. I mean, I like change, but I like to bring some of my old changes with my new changes because I like to make sure that I stay balanced with myself and not get too caught up in too much different. It's like getting a, a haircut and you're looking good, you're looking handsome and all of a sudden the, the girls are starting to give you that look and you're like, man, this haircut is really working for me. You know, you let it swell to your head and it goes so far. Then one day you meet somebody that you, you fall in love with, but that same haircut got her. And just as it got her, you still got other girls available for you because of that haircut, how you look, how you carry yourself. And sometimes you can get, get too thick-headed in the mind. And sometimes you end up losing what was always important for you in your life. And you end up being with the people that didn't really care about you. You know, they didn't really care about you. Good guys, bad guys, good girls, bad girls. They're all lessons for us to learn. But what I'm not trying to do is, guys, I'm not trying to to uh, convince people. But within your own personal, just think about some of the stuff that's going on. And yes, we do need to wear the mask because it's real. I am a, um, uh, I experienced it. And it was not good. I thought I would have to go to the hospital. And I'm so glad whatever that was, that twittered through my thoughts, 
I'm telling you, who would raise their shirt up in their car for the sun to hit their stomach and chest? I felt like that's what something told me to do. Two hours of pain and couldn't breathe, it all stopped within two to three to five minutes maybe. It stopped. It actually stopped. It stopped. I always believe. Now, you know what? I'm going to go back to God. Let's go back to God. Trust God. You're right. Trust our creator. I believe in the creator that created us. I trust our creator. I trust him. One day I was uh, on Venice Beach and uh, I took a, uh, a smoke. It was out of vape. It had sativa in it. So I took about one to two puffs. That's all I took. As I'm walking on Venice, someone told me, they said, that guy got a nice leather jacket. But the jacket that he had on was an old school leather jacket. Like, hadn't seen that in so long. He had a drawstring to it where it goes around the waist. So if you tied it up, it just had that old school look. But I wasn't just looking at his jacket because he was riding a bike. I was looking at his hands. And as I was looking to his hands, I said to myself, oh, he did a lot of bad stuff. Just looking at his hands. Now, check this out. I couldn't even see his face because the leather jacket was on and it had a hood on it. So he had his, uh, his head covered. So I didn't even see his face. I just saw his hands. I said, oh, yeah, he did a lot of bad stuff. I don't even know where that came from. It's like I felt that he did some bad stuff in his life. As I'm walking, a young little girl and her dad went past me. And all of a sudden, I heard this chitter chatter. It's weird. It's just weird. Like when they walked past me, I heard chitter chatter. As I kept walking down Venice, and we all know Venice, on certain days on Venice Beach, as you're walking, it gets crowded. So you're walking through crowds of people. People are skateboarding. People are doing roller skates, rollerblades. You got dogs on skateboards. Whatever's on Venice, you're going to see it. Call it the freak show. Call it I fit in. Well, that day I fit in. So as I'm walking, I started just start hearing this, this chitter chatter. It, it just wasn't even chitter chatter. If I, if I say it, I'm gonna just let you guys hear what I think, what I heard. I heard That's what I heard in my head. But you couldn't, you can't even understand that, what I just said. But I could because the, the translation was, was, was in my, my brain. I was like, what the hell? As I'm walking through that crowd, I'm hearing more and more chitter chatter. And I'm going to tell you the chitter chatter that I heard. I started hearing and feeling their, their emotions, their thoughts and what they were going through. Call it the marijuana had did something to me. It wasn't a bad batch. It was some good stuff because I bought it out the, the legal place to buy it from. I just feel like it might have just opened up a door in my mind where I was able to hear what I was hearing. So as I was walking, I'm hearing more and more and more. And what I felt and what I heard was, was just pain of them all and suffering. I got so far down there, 
I said, enough. I told the young lady that I can't take no more. I can't hear no more. And she was like, what's wrong? She took me off the, uh, the street part of the beach and put me on the sand. So I'm standing in the sand part of the beach. And she said, what's wrong? And I, I didn't want to tell her because I would have thought that she would have thought that I was crazy. I mean, it was just weird. So she was like, just trying to tell me just to breathe. She's trying to coach me through, you know, the sativa that I smoked. I only took two puffs. So as I'm standing there, I look towards the, the ocean. I was about to raise my hand and say, there's two bodies right there in that area. But I didn't do it because I didn't want to scare her off. So I, I kept that one to myself. Now, let's get back to the chitter chatter. As I'm standing there, she's telling me just to breathe and relax. I turn my back off the street part of Venice where everybody was traveling back and forth, left to right. And what I said to myself was, because I was steady hearing the chatter, I said, it's not my problem. That's what I said. It's not my problem. And when I said that, it felt like somebody poked me on my right side of my shoulder and told me that some of them can be saved. It freaked me out because I'm thinking like, was this a bad batch of marijuana? It just couldn't have been. And all of a sudden, when they said that, I almost panicked because I said, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. That's what I said. I said, I, I, I can't. I don't want to take on this responsibility. I don't want it. I don't want it. And then all of a sudden, tears started coming down my face because when it said that, I felt like I'm going to have to take on this job. That's what it felt like. And she finally convinced me to say, uh, let's leave. Let's just go. So as we left, we were going into the alley part of a Venice Beach, heading back to the car. I started hearing less and less of this chitter chatter that I was hearing. Weirdest shit I ever experienced. And the further we left, the better I felt. Now, did the marijuana open up a door in my brain? Hey, maybe it did. Was it a bad batch? I don't think it was. It was just vape. That's all it was, sativa. It was just just the, the vaping oil. That's all it was. It wasn't it wasn't um, mixed with nothing. It was just regular marijuana. That's all it was. And so I started thinking to myself later on that you know maybe maybe what's about me that I didn't know of was that maybe I'm spiritual. Maybe I'm understanding. Maybe I'm loving. Maybe I'm caring. And maybe I do feel like it is my obligation to be part of uh, the good and be a part of uh, helping my fellow brothers, my sisters out there to save this world. Because this is what we're fighting against, us against them. The ones that are trying to change us. The ones that are trying to change the people that we love. 
A lot of them can't be saved. Just think about it. We can't save everybody. You ever saw in your family that you might have had people that had some trouble and all of a sudden they, you know, it was hard to talk to them and you just saw the road that they was going to go on and how it just tragically ends their lives or their lives just become just, just tormented with hell, struggles and pain. Like, you know, we have choices. But when our eyes see that, those are lessons for us to learn. Sometimes you have to learn from other people. It actually helps yourself. Sometimes other people's lives are, are crystal balls for our own lives. And even if it's not for our life, you have the knowledge of what you saw and you may be able to share it with somebody else to put them on a different path. That's all it's about. That's all it's about. I remember how I used to grow food, how I, I used to get out there and I would um, dig the soil and uh, plant my tomatoes and plant my peppers and uh, plant my string beans and my watermelons and my, um, my cucumbers and plant uh, uh, the zucchini. I used to do all of that. And I used to love digging my hands into the soil. And it just, it just felt, I, I felt something that I was doing. What, what I was doing was, I was feeling like I was, take, was a part of taking care of myself and my mom and my sister now. So as I was growing up, I learned how to to uh, do noble things in my life. Like I didn't go pick up a gun. I didn't go uh, go hurt somebody and try to make them feel bad or anything. You know, that's never my intentions and stuff. You know, my words sometimes may be a little strong, and that's just being honest. And some people may not understand that some of the things I'm saying. But light minds, bright minds, we all come together. As wise men, as wise women come together with us, we put our ideas together. And that's the whole thing about it is we come up with solutions. We come up with ideas. That's what we're supposed to do. Those are the things we need to do right now. Because we're leaving it up into these people's hands and they have abused and used their power over and over and over. The generations of people who have passed away, they have died. If they would come back out their graves and saw us right now, they would be like, wow, I didn't know that they made cars like this or they could ever get to this point. But I still see the same problems here. They would probably go back to their grave. They would go back to their graves. We should be appreciated of everything that we do have. Technology is good. But when I went to college, I also was told that technology can also be bad. This was way before the internet really blew up. For some of the guests out there that understand what I'm saying, when AOL was out there, dial-up, you know, dial-up. You know, you had to wait until that little sound, and then all of a sudden you would be on AOL or Net Zero, that type of internet stuff, that software we was using back then to connect, to get online, the Yahoos and stuff. So information was coming slow. Now the technology we got now, the information is coming fast now. Some of the information is bad. Some of the information is good. Some of the information is just used for propaganda. And to some of these people who fall into some of the stuff that people say out here to do things to people in the wrong way. I believe in faith. I believe in the universe, the universal God I believe in. A lot of people didn't follow the rules wearing the mask. 
because a lot of people don't believe in it. A lot of people think it's fake. I would love to say it's fake, but it's just not. It's real. And um, I've been trying to, you know, keep my immune system the way it is. And I may get a slight little sniffle here or a little cold there, but probably within two to three days, I'm better again. So that lets me know that my immune system is up. So I advise everybody to build your immune system and um, uh, just just try to stay healthy. Uh, I try CMOS. CMOS is good. Um, CMOS actually brings up the mucus out my body. You know, like it's good to have mucus, but it's a lot of mucus not good for you. For a lot of people, a lot of people die of, uh, uh, in the black community, they die of uh, heart failure or congestion heart failure. So a lot of mucus build up, inflammation build up around the heart, makes the heart beat. And then all of a sudden it pauses the heartbeat. That's why they call it congestion heart failure, meaning that the heart is not beating at a, a proper pace. A beat here, a beat there, it slows up here, it pauses there. That's how it, you know, heart congestion happen, happens. Uh, the body shuts down because of all this built up mucus. Because all the food that we eat, especially the meat sometimes, a lot of that food that's not good for us, a lot of that food that just may be just bad GMO, it's not good for us, it builds up all this inflammation. It builds up a lot of inflammation in your body, and sometimes it's just not good for your body. And then, you know, we end up dealing with some shit like the COVID out here. And then tragic shit happens on how this person passed away because you never saw it coming. You never knew that a virus would be coming into your life just to take you out. Taking out two members, taking out four members, five members, eight members of your, your family, taking them out like it's nothing. You could be next. You could be next. I'm usually good with my nose. So like if I smell something, I know for a fact it's not, if it's a good smell or bad smell, I'm not getting smells. But that air out there is not right. That air out there is not right. They're spraying it out there. It's mutating into different things. You got a regular virus. Now you got the COVID. So we're going to deal with both of them. COVID and virus. They are already, you can, you know it's man-made. Look how it's engineered. Oh, flu season is coming. It's always a season. It's always a season for this right here. But now it's at the point now where you can get cold all through the summertime. And I believe that that's from just not having a, a great immune system. You know, so find some of the stuff to build your immune system up. So if you do come across the COVID in your life, at least you can hope that you don't have it that bad where your body can't fight it off because you want your body to fight it off. You want your body to be able to at least fight it. Now, unfortunately, my immune system that day was not good. It was bad. I'm telling you, I don't know how I survived that. But I'm telling you what I felt. I'm telling you, if it wasn't for that sunlight on my chest and stomach, I would have died in that car. I would have died. I'm going to tell you what kind of car I had. I would have died in a Prius. I drive a Prius. I said, no, I can't die in a Prius, guys. I just can't. But that's what I felt like. I was going to die in that car. Like, it was bad. It was so bad. So wear the mask. And I know that a lot of people in our household, they may do a lot of traveling in and out the door. Protect yourself, protect yourself. I hate to advocate, be the advocate for them telling us what to do, but you know, 
a virus you can't see, I just advise you just to wear your mask, wash your hands, take care of yourself, and don't don't get out there too much, and you know, be around things that may just compromise your your immune system or compromise the people that's around you. But to get back to that point of food, stock up on food. This is not a movie scene, but I'm telling you, if this COVID is getting back out of hand the way they say it is, I advise people to stock up on food because second wave, third wave, whatever you want to call it, stock up on food. You don't want surprises. You don't want to go in the store because I'm telling you, this past week right here from last week to this week has been a little bit worse now because I'm seeing more people go in there now, early in the morning time. Older people go to the grocery store early in the morning. They go in there and get their stuff. They're out of there. They don't want to be around the young crowd. So get your food, man. Get what you can. Stock up canned goods, whatever you like in a can. A canned good. Get it. Stock up on it. It's real important. I'm not trying to scare you. But let's just say my intel that gives me this information, and this person has been giving me the information for the longest, before the COVID, you know, prepare, stock up on food, stock up on canned goods. You know, in my mind, I'm thinking like, hey, you got like wars coming. But think about it when the COVID came out. Right now, they're, they have a shortage on bullets. So people were already preparing. Were the ones that know some things that some of these people out here may not know. We just don't know what's going to happen. We don't know how this economy is going to go. A lot of people are working from home now, so we don't know how the economy is going to go. Look how they're fighting over passing another stimulus bill. We don't know. We can't depend on them. We can't wait on them. You wait on nobody. Get it done yourself. If you don't know how to get it done yourself, find somebody that can help you. Ask. Ask questions. Do it. You know, um, a lot of times i found in my life that when I asked people to do things to help me out, I had to wait on them. It took too long until one day I just started doing things myself and from doing it myself led to other things. And from that led to me working with people that did some of the same things I did. Like minds work with other folks that work with you. So that's what I started doing. We're going into a, a different change after this election. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't even know who's going to win it. But I do believe. Allegedly, I believe that Trump may win it by so little, so little. Because the way they've been doing us, these surprises, I just I don't I don't see a Democrat in there. I could be wrong, guys. I could be wrong. Does the U.S. reflect against all the other nations in America? Does it? Like, are we waiting on them to save us? Are we waiting on them to come up with a vaccine? A vaccine The COVID been out the longest. You didn't have a vaccine around 1918 or after 1918 that you could have came up with that could at least catch the first part of this COVID since it's mutating into the second wave of something different, something worse. Like, come on, like, you're supposed to have these vaccines. This is strange because when the Ebola came to America, the scientists that got Ebola, they got them down into Atlanta, to the CDC station, and they got them in there so quick they had already had an antidote. Um, 
that would suppress the Ebola. I'm not sure if it totally got rid of it, but it suppressed it and stopped it from mutating in the body where it would kill this person. I said, wait a minute. I didn't know they had a, a antidote that could suppress it and, and slow it down and, and stop it from doing what it needed to do to kill you. All of a sudden, y'all have this and it's been killing millions of people. They had parts of Africa where millions of people were going to die. They already knew the numbers by the year. Millions. Then once they healed him up and healed a few more um, patients here in America, they went over there to some parts of Africa with the military, set up some tents, and they were able to suppress this plague from going any further. The prime minister there, their, their um, I don't know if it's their prime minister or their, their president, let's just say their president there, she was a female, she thanked America for for stopping it from the getting any more devastating than it was going to get. Stopped it completely. I was like, wow. So all those people dying all alone. How long have y'all had this antidote here that could slow it down or suppress it or stop it? Which one is it? Trust me, guys. They're playing with us. They are playing with us. You know it and I know it. Yeah, we wearing a mask. Yeah, some of us may feel like a fool wearing a mask. That's how it is. You can't you can't trust them and you can't trust this virus. Do you know somebody that might have contracted it? Is that your proof? Is that the proof you need? Well, just look at television. Look at the people around you because the people around us are the ones that I know personally that's dying from this. Personally, I know this, um, this pandemic right here has caused people to, to lose their jobs and lose their homes. And right now, people about to lose their apartments. Some people are safe, but they know that they're only safe for so long. So what will this election do? Will the Democrats win it and, and bring the economy back? Could Trump win it and the economy bounce back? He says that it's gonna bounce back faster. We're gonna have a vaccine before the election. I mean, I don't know who to trust because they both sound like they're saying the same story. Go look at their policies, read their policies, before you vote, read policies and see if those policies apply to your life. Apply to your life. In the black community, they were mad at Ice Cube because Ice Cube met up with Donald Trump and he had a, uh, a, uh, a CWBD. He had some, uh, it wasn't a demand list, but it was a list of things that he felt like what needs to be done for the black communities, the black people. Like when you vote, don't don't just vote to be voting. Read their policies and see if any of their policies that what they're going to be doing applies to your life. Because if you're not, you're just voting them, voting for them because of their hair, because of their color, because of how they look, because they said some words that they did not do the things that they said in their own words. Politicians say the same thing every time, every four years. What they promise you, what they promise. And when they get in there, there's always going to be a fight with the people why they can't do the things that they need to do that they promise. This is all games. It's gigs. It's all gigs. Now, I know the young man said that uh, were, uh, the businesses were uh, shattered because of the COVID. Yeah. 
because this COVID here just changed so much, man. It because uh, you're if you got a business and you got people coming in there, you know, you're putting yourself at risk and other people's lives at risk. Everybody putting each other's each other lives at risk. Yeah, you can't you can't pay you can't make no money you can't you can't pay your your uh, leasing bill for the building that you own. You got product that may get wasted that you got that may have expiration dates on it. A lot of people are taking a lot of loss, man. A lot of loss, and it's so bad that this is happening. You know, it, it should not be happening this way, but it it, it did. It, it just lets you know. You know, my intel told me that this. Is supposed this right here, this virus is happening, is supposed to um, shut down a lot of businesses out here. Like this is what I was saying earlier about changes are going to be happening. Because you got to think about, look how everybody's going online now. Like you're able to order food online through some of these places that will deliver food to you. Like there's a lot of places. That you could order juices from from another state, like the intel was telling me that the things are changing now because the structure of how corporations work now. Hey, this could be all a demonstration of practice that we all are part of. We are part of wearing the mask. We're adapting to the COVID. We're adapting to the businesses getting shut down. A lot of people got businesses, but they're working from home now. It's good, but then it's also bad. It's bad for other people because they're the ones that have borrowed the loans, got the businesses, they're losing it. Think about it as a house. You got a house and you lose your job, now you might have to lose that house. Bad investment. I'll never invest in a house. I don't even trust it. I wouldn't buy a house within no, none of these economies. I don't trust none of these economies. It's just, it's just a bad investment. Nothing's never yours. You can't take it with you when you die. Well, you say your family member can get it. Well, then they got to do the same thing that you did. And they got to deal with the same stuff that history repeats again. Gains and losses. And so you would hope that they don't struggle as you did to keep it too. Like just because we have things. Trust me, you ask some of these people, it was hard to get. It was hard to maintain. It was hard to keep it. It's a struggle out there. So... Uh, the businesses, yeah, they're getting smashed. They're getting terribly smashed. And there's nothing that they can do about it. A lot of people are going to be depressed. Uh, mental breakdowns are happening. Um, and uh, I was talking uh, early last week. I was on a podcast with some uh, friends of mine. They are called Faith Expression. And we were talking about uh, how uh, divorce rates were going up because of the COVID. Yeah, everybody's in the house with each other. Because once again, like I said, we spent all of this time enjoying our lives, letting them spoil us outside with our gadgets, you know, with the trend of things, with traveling. And we probably never spent time at home around the people that love us, you know, because you're able to maneuver around and stuff. So you're not getting not getting that human contact and communication. You're too busy enjoying the, the lifestyle. And so then when this COVID comes, you're in the house with each other. You're getting on each other's fucking nerves now because you probably never had a relationship in the first place. So COVID is not just businesses, man. COVID is in so many bad areas where it's affecting so many people's lives. Some people can deal with it. Some people are okay with it. 
Some people don't even believe this shit exists. Some people do. Some people are scared because they're about to lose things. We are all in different boxes, different dimensional ways about how this COVID is affecting our lives. But if you can see the difference in everybody's life, you know that the shit is out here is real. It really is. I can only just go travel, put some gas in my car and come back home. I don't do too much traveling. Like through LA, when the COVID was out real bad, LA looked like a fucking ghost town because they had a uh, curfew where everybody had to be in the house at a certain time. Like, I believe the curfew at that time was at seven. It wasn't at 10, it was at seven. You know how LA is, everybody likes to be out, you know, they're breathing the fresh air. You're, you're a lot of people like to exercise, walk, get the dogs out. A lot of that stuff got cut out. And then as the months went by, you started seeing people on the beach again. And you're like, wait a minute, don't they supposed to have on masks? A lot of people didn't care about the masks. But I know I had something and I know it was that COVID. So I had to wear that mask because I wasn't trusting anything. I did not want no heebie-jeebies. That's what we'll call it, the heebie-jeebies. I didn't want it. I didn't want to catch it. So that's what I, I did. I just have to protect myself. And I advise you guys to do the same for yourself. But um, right now, the months are going to look a little funny going to, to this election. Just stock up on food. Don't be surprised. Don't get caught off guard. Don't get shocked again. Because I'm telling you, I was shocked. You imagine me standing in a line for, for grocery, groceries? Could you imagine me standing in line for a box of Frosty Flakes? Could you imagine me standing in line for a box of Captain Crunch and I get in the fucking store and there was none? Not even fucking tricks. That's how bad it got. Like, you had to take what they had. Like, it really wasn't nothing. And then I felt like I had to eat restaurant food. Remember when I told you that when we had that ice storm up in Texas and they could not get the trucks to uh, get the food into the cities, to the grocery stores, there was no food on the shelf. So I was buying stuff that I don't eat. That's where it got to. And that's where we're at right now. Be prepared, be aware, and don't listen to them. Stock up on your items. Get the things that you need in your life that's gonna be called your little survival little kit. Canned goods is important. Food lasts for so long in the freezers, but canned goods will last a little bit longer. I know uh, back in college, we used to eat the ramen noodles in the pack. Sorry, guys, we're going back to that. Get plenty of noodles, because I'm telling you, I don't trust them. You just don't, don't trust them. The jobs, I don't trust. You just don't know. If you're trying to get unemployment, some people are still waiting to get that. And it's just terrible out here right now. I'm not trying to scare people. But for some for some of the people out there, just be aware that this shit does exist and uh, don't don't let them um, um, just keep you uh, keep you waiting on what they're going to do to make your life better. I advise you guys to just uh, be prepared for your own life. And uh, the best person that's going to be responsible for you is yourself. Trust yourself. Trust what you would do. And uh, if you got family members, look out for them. Tell them the same thing. Tell them the same thing. This ain't even just free information. I'm telling you, tell your family members. Stock up on items. Stock up on food. Don't trust what's going to happen 
during this election, after this election, don't trust it. Don't trust it. I can't get alcohol, so I'm forced to just to use soap and um, uh, neosporin. So, you know, with the alcohol, I could at least pull that in a spray bottle and uh, just put a little water in it if I needed to just make it stretch a little bit longer. So I'll, I used to do that, but now I'm, I'm forced to use, uh, you can find plenty of peroxide. But you know what, guys? I'm going to leave it like this before I end it. About uh, five years ago, I started noticing in um, the Walmarts that the alcohol started to uh, leave the shelves. I mean, the green alcohol vanished. And then all of a sudden, there was no white alcohol. There was no alcohol. This was way before the COVID came out. And so every week I would go into the store for that whole month, maybe two months, no alcohol. No alcohol. Strangest thing I ever seen. I went to other stores, no alcohol. No alcohol. Like I say, we all don't pay attention to things because sometimes your vibration, yeah, we're all different. We're all different. But I noticed little shit like that. Like, I started noticing that it wasn't no alcohol. And so I started thinking, like, damn, did they know that that shit was going to be coming here? I bet you they did. I bet you they did. Don't get fooled by people and be shocked. Thank you guys for um, joining this podcast. This is my first time going live with it. I'm going to try to.